Junior Jewels. I'm Carly. And I'm Jess. And we are the hosts of Typical Tuesday Night, a, a Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift podcast. podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a Typical Tuesday Night Podcast. We have a fun episode today. We are going to talk all about the latest Taylor Swift news. We've been doing these once a month. We weren't originally planning to do these once a month, but Taylor just keeps giving and giving and giving, and we're loving it. So yeah, we got to talk about all the Taylor news in the last month. It's crazy how much there is that comes up that we can talk about just every yes. single month. <laughs> it makes it Even so today, fun. We added like two or three things just today. It's just it's wild. Well, and both of us said like, I'm sure more things are going to happen in the next couple of days. So we'll probably have to hop on and edit this episode <laughs> with more info before it even goes out. Yes, for But sure. it's okay. We're happy that Taylor is giving and giving. So yes. first thing we want to talk about, Taylor got 10 Billboard Awards won, which is wild. 10? 10 okay, so like I'm going to go. I know. I'm going to go through what she won. She won top artist, top female artist, top country female artist, top Billboard 200 artist, top Hot 100 songwriter, top radio songs artist, top sales songs artist, top Billboard Global 200 artist, top Billboard Global excluding the US artist, and top selling song for Antihero. Wow. Yeah. The one that like, I think is was there anything kind of else fun? that she could have won that she didn't? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> one that I think is kind of fun is top country female artist because yeah. that's for probably Speak Now Taylor's version. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, and that's just kind of like a fun. Even though she isn't personally like, currently pursuing the country genre, yeah. that she but can still, still win an award like that. That's true. I hadn't thought of that. That's wild. Way to go, Taylor. So proud of you. Seriously, congrats. And then we had, which we mentioned in our last episode that it was coming up, but we had the Dancing with the Stars Taylor Swift night, which Carly and I ended up watching together, which was so fun. It was so fun. And they, yeah, they did a full night dancing to all Taylor Swift songs. Most of them were covers um, with like a live band or live singer singing them. They did have two that were Taylor, like Taylor's actual music, which was, I believe, August. And uh-huh. then they did Lavender Haze, but it was one of Taylor's like official remixes for Lavender Haze. And so it was a super fun night. It was really fun to see like the songs that they picked and the dances that they did. And it was just, yeah, so fun. I always love to see people dance to Taylor Swift songs because I feel like the storytelling is so incredible with her music. So then to add dancing storytelling on Mm -hmm. top of that just makes it even better. For sure. And it was awesome because like all of the dancers and the hosts and all of that they like totally dressed to the occasion you know like some someone was wearing a 1989 cardigan julianne huff was wearing taylor's like iconic award show like hooded i think it was for like a midnight's themed oh uh uh-huh yeah award show outfit and it was like a hooded bedazzled thing i don't even know what to call it but (laughs) i know i don't everyone almost like a bodysuit 
a hooded bodysuit yes. in a way. Yeah. And if you saw our reel, or if you didn't see our reel, go watch it. Alan, he is a dancer, a pro dancer on Dancing with the Stars. He had the best outfit of everyone, and he he just, really did. He did like this progressive Jake Gyllenhaal all too well outfit, and it, it was, was perfect. Amazing. Yeah, yes. it absolutely was perfect. Well, Taylor also performed in Brazil, and this was t- like a while ago, but it was at the start of our last news segment. So, performs in Brazil, and it was really cool to see Christ the Redeemer statue in Rio had a projection of the Junior Jewels t-shirt, which is so cool. And I saw a yeah. lot of people... um like they were offended by it but then everybody from brazil was hopping on like no this is not like trying to be um what's the word i'm looking for it's like offensive or yes offensive thank you like everybody from brazil was hopping on being like this is not meant to be offensive like this is something that we do frequently and we do for like soccer and stuff like that. And so I just think it's really mm-hmm. cool that, and I like when you know that like people from the actual country are like, this is a really cool thing and we're not being like disrespectful. Yeah. So, it's kind of like kind the of equivalent. I mean, it was like their way of doing things like, you know, in Glendale, they changed the name of the city to like, yeah. what was it? Swift city or something uh-huh. like that and then or they or made like her like her mayor. mayor for the day or, yeah. you know stuff like that it's yeah. just just on that same yeah. yeah but there was a big heat wave and i'm sure you guys all heard about it during brazil's um her time like performing the first in brazil yeah and there was not a lot of water given to the crowds they couldn't drink water and so taylor at one point is like passing out water bottles people would take a drink throw it back up to her she'd like run over pass it to somebody else like it's pretty wild what was going on so they there was a heat wave so it is the start of summer in brazil but this was an unexpected heat wave that they could not plan for and the the temperatures inside the stadium like especially on the floor got up to a hundred and forty degrees fahrenheit that That is is like i can't even fathom that no and the thing that was really unfortunate is that so for example like for our shows that we went to we were allowed to take water into the stadium as long as it was like sealed and then like a certain size of plastic clear plastic bottle you know those kinds of things yeah every venue has their own rules and i don't know if like these people thought they could bring water but really they should have like not known that they could but either way they were they were told to basically throw their water away upon entrance like they could not enter with their own water and so they would have to buy their own water inside the stadium and so with there being a heat wave plus people being limited on water because if you think of especially the people on the floor i mean we talked about this before yes They've been waiting in line all day in the heat. Then they're standing in the stadium forever. And we talked about this before. they don't have assigned seats. Yeah, it's general admission. And we talked about how we were like, if they've been standing in line all this time, there's no way they're going to leave their spot to go to the bathroom to get a drink. Well, after all this happened, I saw people saying they were like, 
honestly, it wouldn't have mattered if we wanted to lose our seat or if we wanted to go to the bathroom or get water or food. You physically could not move. Like that's how packed they were. They were like, even if we wanted to go get water, we wouldn't have physically been able to do that. And I guess, yeah, the venue was really like not being very helpful when it came to the water. And so that's why it was so sad to see Taylor like, like trying, trying to, do to just like do her she's literally singing all too well 10 minute version yeah. asking throwing water into the crowd the the video of her throwing the water into the crowd is crazy because she kind of signals to her security that she needs a water bottle and they start to untwist the cap and she tells them not to because they think it's for her yeah, and she's but like, she needs no. the cap on so that she can throw it, and she like chucks it to someone in the crowd. And there was like just the saddest videos of just even Taylor herself just looking, oh, just looking. like like hyperventilating and yeah, just not good conditions, and so sad. Yeah, no, it sounds awful. Well, and then the tragedy with Ana Clara. Benavides. Hopefully I said that right. Um, She was the 23-year-old girl who passed away. So she passed out from an intense heat before Taylor set and then was taken to the hospital. And that's where she passed away. Which, yeah. I mean, that's what we've seen. There hasn't been like a ton of information out there. And I have seen a few varying stories yes i've seen a few varying stories and so you just like never know but i think that that's the one i've seen the most so yeah and then taylor did like meet her family and hung out with them backstage at her sao paulo show which is yeah and she made like a statement on her instagram about Mm -hmm. it and how she was just so broken up about it and then it was also really sweet because the night after that or the show after that she actually um she played bigger than the whole sky during the surprise songs and i don't think she specifically said it was dedicated to her but it was just kind of a you you know everyone knew yes everybody Um, knew for sure and then yeah that weekend so they did end up postponing the show after that for the heat and they postponed that for the Monday. Like, I think she played the Friday. Yeah, she played the Friday show, which was when it was super hot. And then it was super hot Saturday. And they actually didn't even postpone it until a lot of people were in the stadium. Taylor was in her dressing room. Like, they, you know, they were getting ready to go. Yeah. And then they did decide to postpone. And then I think the next two shows were rainy. So I'm glad that it, like, cooled down. And yeah. the next two shows could be a better experience. But so sad for reals and then i think the last show um taylor's heel her louboutin sparkly bedazzled heel uh heel boots that she wears during the lover set one of her heels broke (laughs) during i think um you need to calm down and it totally snapped. And then she like sat there and had to like rip it off. And then she threw it into the crowd for someone to take. Could you so imagine ca- catching that? No. Lose my mind. I would lose my mind. So fun. Um, <sighs> and then she played the rest of the lover set with the broken heel. Yeah. So. And just like stood on her tiptoes. Yep. 
wild. The show must go Way on. Go. Yep. Way to go. <laughs> Um, so the Ares tour will break until February. So we kind of have a break. She has a break, I guess, is more what I should say. Sad that I'm like, we get a break. <laughs> but she deserves it. It'll be nice. And then yes. um, she did also mention on her last show that in 2024, she's going to open up her entire set list again for surprise songs. So I kind of yes. was... Like, I'm excited about that, and I think that it was probably the right choice. But I was really excited to see, like, how it would go with, you know, some All of these songs left. that we probably never heard her play before. Yeah, I know. And it makes you wonder if we will hear the ones yeah, that she Yeah, if she will ever get yet. through all of them. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, And... It it was also interesting that she made that comment because that weekend specifically, there were a lot of Reputation Taylor's version rumors that people oh, thought yeah. it was going to get announced or dropped that weekend and it didn't happen. <laughs> but it was funny because I don't remember if it was her last surprise song set or the second to last, but she, act- I think it was the last one. Everyone was literally on the edge of their seat waiting for an announcement. And yeah. she accidentally said something like, on the rep tour, I mean the eras tour, and then she like <laughs> said she's like, "You guys are getting to me." <laughs> like she's like, so "Now I'm in funny. my own head." And um, That's so cute. It's because she know. knows, right? She knows know. that everybody like, yeah, so everyone's funny. expecting it. And she's amazing. She, she does only have one reputation song left that she hasn't played live in on the eras tour, so. I did something bad is probably what she'll play whatever night she, you know, announces. Announces. So fun. So So then she finally, I guess first I'll say, first I'll say she was announced as Spotify's global top artist of 2023. And along with that, she released You're Losing Me on streaming, which everyone was incredibly excited about. Yeah. A lot of people had never heard the song, but those who had heard the song were just like, yes, finally. I know, Carly, you're one that would look it up and listen to it. Yes, I would. However, I know you it's, could. Too, it's too sad for you, right? Isn't that what you said? It is a really like sad one for me. But now that it is on streaming and like, I don't know, I now that I'm listening to it more, I can like listen yeah. to it a little easier. But yeah, I definitely have a few Taylor Swift songs that I just have a hard time listening to because they're just oh, for so sure. sad. They, yeah. um, but she released on streaming, which everyone was excited about. But then aside from that, tell us yeah. about Jack Antonoff's Instagram story. So after she put out You're Losing Me, Jack posts on his Instagram. He goes, You're Losing Me is out today. A very special track from the Midnight Sessions that's finally on streaming, written and recorded at home on December 5th, 2021, right after Taylor ate these raisins. <laughs> Which, Which so much to unpack there. What? Yes. First of all, but- the raisins, hilarious. <laughs> like, just the fact that he specifically mentioned Called that is yeah. just too good uh, but i was shocked when i saw that date totally shocked. i like texted you as soon as i saw that and i was like excuse me 2021 
Well, yeah, because I missed what? that. I was so I was so distracted by the raisins, the raisins. I didn't even notice the date. And the date was the most important. Maybe that's why he did it to throw to throw those people of us off. off. I was just like raisins. <laughs> I- <laughs> but for reference, if you don't know why that date is so shocking, um, "You're Losing Me" came out as part of the Midnight's album as like a bonus track. She called it like a like, vault track. Yeah, like it was like only available on like the disc or something, and um, everyone assumes it's about Joe Alwyn, and it's a very sad like we're about to break up kind of a song like yeah this like, relationship is not something yeah this relationship me, like, is you're not surviving me. yes yes like. and the news of taylor and joe breaking up was in early 2023 like spring of 2023 i i assume i'm sure they broke up a little bit before that but not a ton no yeah and so the fact that taylor was feeling this way almost two years before they actually broke up or i guess like a year and a half i feel like i'm doing that wrong but that just goes to show that like that was a i mean they've been together for six years of course they're not just gonna like call it quits super easy but it was a long difficult end of that relationship oh yeah so absolutely okay Taylor also was named Apple Music Artist of the Year, and they had a cool little T.S. Eras the Experience in New York City that you could go to. It's like, dang, I want to go. It looks cool. No, it did look cool. And then what we all were anticipating and hoping for <laughs> is Taylor went to Beyonce's Renaissance film premiere in London. And she was accompanied by Blake Lively, which was so fun. Anytime I get to see them together, I'm a happy girl. I know. They're so cute. (laughs) They are. Their personalities together just really shine. They do. And they're just so fun together. That's what I love. Yes, for sure. And Beyonce did come to Taylor's Eras Tour film premiere. And so it was really fun to see them support each other in that because they are constantly pitted against each other. And so for them to kind of just be like, look, like we can both be here. We can both be successful. We're friendly. There's no need to like try to like make it a competition, you know? Yeah. Yep. So. Which everybody does. So dumb. I know. Um, the next thing that we want to talk about is Dumois versus Tree. So if you guys don't know, Dumois is a podcast and like Instagram account that's basically dedicated to pop culture gossip. And it's interesting because they claim in their bio that they do not claim that everything they post is actually facts. But, um, oh, and they have like a series where they post anonymous tips. And stuff like that. So, Jess, do you want to tell us about what happened between these two? Yes. So, I actually, I actually don't follow Dumois, and I don't listen to their podcasts, so I'm not like crazy familiar with like them specifically. But I do know that they're kind of like, yeah, the pop culture gossip account, and people send them tips like. 
I saw this person here or, you know, and a lot of it's anonymous. And so it's like, you kind of have to take it for a grain of salt. Um, but people find it entertaining anyways. She was post, or actually, I say she, like, I know it's a girl. I actually don't even know if it's a girl or a boy. I'm pretty sure it's a girl. I'm sure it's a team. But Demois posted that they got some, I don't don't remember why she was bringing it up. Because I don't think she posted an actual, like, emailed in tip. But basically, they claimed that Taylor Swift had a quote-unquote ceremony back in oh i think this came oh duh this came up because when you're losing me came out in 2021 Mm. that's why it came up because i think she was claiming that there was a ceremony in 2021 or 2020 do you remember i don't remember exactly. i don't remember it was one of those two and i think they were saying it was in london and yeah, basically, like, alluding to the fact that, like, Taylor Swift secretly got married. Yeah. But they also did say, like, I'm not claiming it was a wedding, but it was, like, a a ceremony. It's like, well, what are you really saying? Well, like, there, what you know else what are I mean? you, yeah. So, Tree, who is Taylor's publicist, longtime publicist, she personally spoke up on the topic which is kind of rare as we talked about in last week's episode when (laughs) another time that tree spoke up kind of in taylor's defense um but she basically came out and like called demois out and said that they were posting like complete lies and that there was no ceremony and that the things that they post especially when untrue can cause like trauma and just like all this stuff and just totally called them out and then the crazy part that happened was Dumois replied basically to that in an Instagram story tagging Tree saying like I stand by this statement 100% like I have no it's funny because they said, I have no reason to lie about this. I have nothing to gain from this, which is absolute not, absolutely not yeah. true. Their entire you business is do. run on pop culture gossip. Yes. Like, yes. you do have something to gain by posting yes. stuff like this. Yeah. And basically called, I mean, honestly, like, so Tree basically called Demois a liar, which... I think is fine because of all people, Tree knows absolutely the facts. And then for Dumois to basically turn around and call Tree a liar was intense. I was really surprised they had the guts to do that. I'm like, do you realize who you're talking to? Yes. You're talking to the publicist of pretty much the most powerful pop culture (laughs) person right now. Like, Yeah, for reals. It was You're gonna get yeah, shut down. It was kind of wild. I was like, "Dang!" Yeah. Well, and then I did think it was interesting. One of our friends texted us and said that they had listened to the podcast, and Dumois had had like another publicist on, and that publicist was like, kind of going off on how, oh, like you should never be seen, like treated it all wrong, blah blah blah. blah. And I was just like, you know that Dumois chose somebody that was gonna fit her narrative yeah. 
right? Well, like, and they they what they said was the publish the publicist should never be the headline. Yeah, and I'm just like, I think obviously, like we've talked about before, she's very picky about when yes. she personally speaks up. It is a, an extremely uncommon thing yeah. that happens, and so you know when she's doing it. It's for a purpose and it's because it's really important. And yeah. so to act like that, I'm like. Yeah. And I'm like, you're just finding people that are going to fit in your narrative. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Whew, that was wild. So, yeah. Another fun thing is that Taylor, with her time off from the Eras tour, has been attending quite a few Chiefs games so and. Fun. This most recent one, which was, well, I guess I know it's not the most, not this yeah. most recent game, but the one before, um, that one of the announcers, um, Travis Kelsey, like caught a really good catch. Like it was like a great play. And the announcer accidentally said, like, Kelsey's wife in the stands, like referencing Taylor, and then was like, Oh, oh, sorry, girlfriend. Not like basically not yet, like alluding yeah. that like a future wife kind of thing, which was so it was just funny. funny. Yeah. <laughs> it was so funny. But she's been looking I so love, good. I love I seeing know. what she wears to the games. Why? I, I mean, too. I love seeing what she wears all the time, but especially to the games. Oh, I absolutely <laughs> do. I'm like, man, I go to sporting events all the time and I never look that cute. I need to start dressing no. like you. I think somebody, Seriously. we posted her last outfit to our stories and somebody wrote back in and was like, I just want to know where she gets these clothes. Like, I want that Chiefs. Sweater, the sweatshirt. sweatshirt she was wearing so bad. Yes, I'm like she does. So she looks cute. so cute. But also, she I does. just love seeing her watching Travis and how excited she gets, and just like being in the suite with everybody cheering, and it's just fun. You can see that this kind of a thing is totally her vibe. Yeah, she's and getting I into it. Love it. Yeah, which leads us into our next topic because she. Ex- Sounds on that a little bit. Yeah, which Taylor, is fun. Taylor Swift got named Times Person of the Year for 2023, which if you don't know what that like title or I don't know if I'd call it an award. I don't know. Yeah. Basically, they choose who they think was the most impactful person of the year and that can be in a positive way or a negative, or a negative. way. Yeah. Um and so they yeah, Taylor ended up getting chosen and honestly the though, artist- was there anybody else that could have been chosen for like most impactful of 2023? I looked cuz there was like a shortlist. Okay, I there did was see like the shortlist. Sh- yeah, and I feel like she just because she's so, imp- you know, there was like Barbie, and there yeah. was, um, Putin, and oh yeah, there was like the Hollywood protesters and things like that. There was mm-hmm. those people. The thing that makes Taylor so powerful is that she's extremely impactful in many different like categories, yeah. and so for me, that's why I feel like 
there was no question that she would get it because while all the other ones were impactful, obviously, oh, yeah. they it just didn't give quite as much of an impact as she did. Yeah. So I was happy to see her win. She was the only musician Same. on the list, you know? Yeah. Like, Well, and I thought it was crazy because she has been so impactful, like, all year, too. It hasn't just yeah. been for like, oh, this time or like, like Barbie has been big, but it was more like during the summer, you know, when the movie mm-hmm. came out and it's still like big, but it's not giving as much now. And like, you know, the, the protesters, like that was more in like a moment of 2023. Mm-hmm. But when I think of 2023, the entire year, something yeah. Taylor Swift related was happening. Always. To the point that it was yes. like impacting society. Yes. Which is wild to me. Absolutely. <sighs> so, yeah. But she, so we're going to go through. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say. So they did a big long article. And, you know, people mentioned like we haven't gotten a sit down interview from Taylor Swift like this yeah. in a long time. And we haven't gotten this much. I mean, we're going to go through and kind of read through some of like our main points that we feel like gives insight to her and parts of her life that we haven't necessarily gotten before. Yeah. And it's so good. If you haven't read the whole article, we'll link it in the show notes and it's amazing. It is really good. I really liked it. Um, I loved the opening story though. So she talks about how she was asked by Kenny Chesney to open up for his tour back when she was, was she 17. Yeah, I think so. I think so. And then she was called or her mom got called and was told that she was not going to be able to tour because it was sponsored by a beer company. She was a teenager. Um, And then a little while later, she got a note from him and he had ran her a check for what she says was more money than she had ever seen. And she said that really helped jumpstart her career too. Like she was able to pay for tour buses. She like paid for um, like her crew members. Mm-hmm. I just and thought that was I, really cool. I'm like, way to go, I've Kenny. Never, I've never heard that story. Is that not either. something like, do, is that not something people know? And that's like I, news. I had never heard that. Because it is, uh, that story was the whole, you know, this is just a, in a nutshell but when you read the whole thing and i i think i mean maybe i was gonna say this at the end but maybe i'll say it now the thing i love about the time article is that and the interviewer the or the writer mentions this too but like she just story tells in this whole thing and just makes you like so sucked in and just paints paints such a picture and just really shows her talent in oh yeah you know those ways absolutely uh taylor in the article also said that it's a peak for her right now this is the proudest and happiest she's ever felt and the most creatively fulfilled and free she's ever been which just it's so cool he's so happy i know it really does and i love that she says like this is the proudest i've ever felt too Mm -hmm. which she should yeah. Because she has done so much. Like, she should feel proud of all of that. Absolutely. But also that, like, not only is she proud of what she's doing, but she's creatively fulfilled by yes. that. Yes. 
Mm-hmm. Like you get both sides and that's really cool. Yeah. Um, I love that she talked about how she trained for the show. Cause I feel like, and I'm just waiting for the documentary. Like it's gotta be coming eventually. But we keep saying like, how does she train for this? Like what went on behind the scenes? What does she do on her days off? And like, this was the first time we've got like a little glimpse into that. So she talks about how, when she was training for the show, she began training six months ahead of the show. And every day she said, like, I would run on the treadmill, singing the entire set list out loud, fast or fast songs and a jog or a fast walk for slow songs. I would love to have watched that. Like, please put Me that in the too. documentary. I want to watch Taylor Swift run on a treadmill and sing her song. And sing. I know. I'd watch the three hours of that. Can we get the treadmill version of the air tour, please? For reals, though. That's amazing. <laughs> uh, but she also said, like, she did strength, conditioning, and weights as well. And then three months of dance training. And I love that she included this. She said, I wanted to be so over-rehearsed that I could be silly with the fans and not lose my train of thought. Which I think is... I love that she said you that. You could see that. Well, yeah, because I've thought that where I'm like, how... I don't know. How is she... First of all, memory. I mean, just the show itself is oh. so much to remember. But then to also yep. be able to be, a, like, improvise a little bit. And... Yeah. I mean, going back to the Brazil show, I was literally thinking, how is she being able to process and like think about singing the all too well 10 minute version lyrics while also trying to get water for someone and like throw it just like how is she doing that she's amazing 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 and she also said on her days off which i've been so curious about same she's she said, I do not leave my bed except to get food and take it back to my bed and eat it there. Yeah, as you should. Yeah, for real. Honestly, the fact that someone isn't bringing you your food That's- in bed. <laughs> I was going to say that same thing. Like, Taylor. But she probably wants to you- be alone. Oh, I'm sure she does. At least I'm some sure of the time. Does. And it's honestly probably good to be like, well, I've just laid here all day, you know, or for the last four yeah. hours. Let me get up and walk to my fridge and yes. walk back. But like, even then, I'm like, really? I'd still be like, okay, somebody make me food. Bring it yes. to me. I'll stand up and walk to the bathroom and come back. But then she even oh. said, she said, it's a dream scenario. I can barely speak because I've been singing for three shows straight. Yeah. Every time I take a step. My feet go crunch, crunch, crunch from the dancing in heels. She is going on stage no matter what, sick, injured, or heartbroken, or stressed, which I thought that was interesting. interesting. I did too. Like, very interesting which things she included in there, which makes me go, okay, how many of these were you sick? Were you injured? Yeah. We know you had to have been heartbroken. So we very interesting that we yeah that she included face. that in there. Yes. And I'm sure she's had like tons of stress. Yes. It's just very Ugh. interesting like which word she chose. Cuz she doesn't mm-hmm. do things. She doesn't just throw words around. Like she yes is very intentional with the words. Yes. I there is no way I could guess if she was sick on any of those. Mm-hmm. I would have Nope. Because she's so amazing. Yep. Um, I also thought it was really interesting when she kind of talked about how 
you know, when she first started her career, the first couple albums that she said, every record label was actively working to try to replace me. And that's why it seemed like she was trying to always do something different because it's harder to hit a moving target. Yeah. And part of me goes like, poor girl. Yeah. I mean, it's like the song, nothing new, like reminds me a lot of this too, of like, I only have so long before they're ready to just like move on to the next thing. Yeah. And so like, unless I'm showing something new and being a moving target, like they're going to replace me. Yeah. But that's so sad. She was pretty specific. I'm not going to remember it all, but she did mention like, she was basically like, they just gather a bunch of teenagers and throw them in and see who comes out on the other side. And then also like you age out at like, you know, a young age. I don't remember what age she said, but I think she was, when she was talking about this, it was almost in reference to 1989 because that's, you know, when she really made the switch to genres and she's like, you know, you, you do, you know, people would say kind of rudely like, Oh, she's just switching genres to try to stay relevant. And it's like, well, yeah, maybe she was a little bit, but what's wrong with that? No, for sure. For sure. (laughs) But also like she felt like she had to do that Mm -hmm. in order to to, to like honestly keep her job and to be able to keep doing what she loved. What she loved. Yeah. Oh man. So sad. I also thought it was really interesting that she finally kind of talks about the Kanye stuff. Yeah. And so she like talks about the Kanye drama and she says, make no mistake. My career was taken away from me. And then it's really sad. She talks about how like that took me down psychologically to a place I've never been before. I moved to a foreign country. I didn't leave a rental house for a year, which I didn't know that. I I was afraid to get on phone calls. I pushed away most people in my life because I didn't trust anyone anymore. I went down really, really hard. It's like, that sounds brutal. Yeah. Just like such a dark time, especially coming off. This happened after coming off the high of her releasing 1989, which she was at a peak like then. And so to have this huge, just drop and yeah. just go the but total opposite think, direction was extra hard. Yeah. I also think though, like when you think of, I mean, because we did all those podcast episodes about 1989 and we kind of saw where she was mentally though, like she was on top of the world in terms of like her stardom, but that also mm-hmm. came with a lot of hardships for her. She had a lot of eyes on her. A lot of people mm-hmm. ripping on her, a lot of people putting her down and criticizing her. And so I couldn't imagine being on top like that, having all these people, you know, throwing praises and negativity your way constantly. I'm sure that made that crash even harder because you had so many eyes on you and you were already kind of in a delicate place. For sure. Delicate. Oh man. Easter egg. I, yeah. Reputation <laughs> TV. Just kidding. Yeah. Now I and Jess are now starting to put out our own Easter eggs. Yes. Taylor Swift told I us did. to. Yeah. That would, oh my gosh, I would lose my mind if she's like, hey, I'm sweating. Do you start putting, putting some uh, rep TV Easter eggs in your podcast episodes for me? I, oh my gosh. I would. 
<laughs> couldn't even I can't even fathom that. Um I do love though towards like after this part in the article how she says I'm a lot more trusting now. Because mm-hmm. I think a lot of times people go through things and they always come out the other end saying yeah, like I just have a lot of trust issues. I don't trust people mm-hmm. anymore. And it's like you don't blame people, right? But what I think is really cool and such a positive perspective is here it was when she was in the midst of it, she's like I didn't trust people anymore. But yeah. now that I'm out the other side, like you know what? I've learned that like I can trust people. And like yeah. I'm almost more trusting. And I think mm-hmm. that's like wow. What a positive way to look at life and to live your life and not let what they did impact you so negatively years down the road. Yeah. Well, and I think it's one of those things where, you know, like on, say on Instagram, you have a reel that goes viral and you get a lot of love on a post, but you get a couple of hate comments and the hate always seems to overpower the good. And I feel like this is just an example of that where it's like she realized as she grew and got past this and matured that while, yes, it can be scary to trust people and that can backfire sometimes, that not trusting people like makes things way less fulfilling and fun than having the trust when really you can probably trust most people, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. The majority can be trusted. And so not to let, you know, the few that can't kind of taint everything. And I just mic drop at the end of this session when she said, (laughs) she literally said, I need it on a shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Trash takes it out. Oh my gosh. And of course I'm butchering it. Trash takes itself out every single time. Which, like, mic drop. Just mic drop. So good. Oh, so, so good. Um, Okay. She also talks about Travis Kelsey, which I was curious. Yeah, she does. Oh, my gosh. Um, So we find out that they started dating a lot sooner than we all realized. She says, like, he, you know, she's like, she, he put me on blast on his podcast and it sounds like they started talking like right after that. And yeah. I love that she mentioned that um, when she went to his first game, like the first game that he went to, she's like, we were already a couple. Yeah. Like, oh, so cute. But I also like, I she's I like, love we're not, cr- but she said like, we're not mental enough to like put our first date on blast. <laughs> she like said, that. we're not psychotic. Enough. Psychotic. There you go. <laughs> Well, and like so cute. If you think about it, she never talks about relationships like this that she's had. This is extremely rare and like personal and in depth more than she ever gets. Because we've always wondered, like, what was exactly the timeline of like her and Travis, and how did that happen? And she literally just laid it out for us. Yeah, but like you said, (sighs) she's never done that before. Yeah, I mean, you get clues in songs, right? Mm-hmm. And so you, we can kind of piece things together. Yeah, but she's never just like in some article. Like, oh, you guys want to know? Well, this is actually what happened. Yes, what? I love it. So Thank you. Crazy. Uh, 
I also love, though, that um, she talked about going to the football games. And she says, I'm just there to support Travis. I have no awareness of if I'm being shown too much and pissing off a few dads, brads, and chats. That has been... I laughed so hard when she said that. And there has been some quality content made. Serena, there's all these people, you know, like you go to the comments on a post like that and someone says, I'm Brad and I'm not offended by this or or by Taylor Swift or, you know, like there's just so many things. It's so funny. Uh, It's great. The thing that's so funny about how much she went into depth about Travis Kelsey is we have a friend, Krista, who's also has a podcast called Dumb Hot Mom, where she talks about like pop culture stuff. And she, we text about Taylor Swift because she's a huge Swifty like us. And she had texted the morning that the Time article had come out. And she had said, I think she said, I don't remember. She, she was, mentioning something that had been brought up in the time article about her and Travis. Um, Maybe this part about them being a couple at the first football game, something like that. Uh And I like, that was like a new thing that had come out that someone said. And I literally said, Oh my gosh, I haven't even seen that. I'm just totally engrossed in this time person of the year article thinking that there's no possible way that the information she's telling me came from this article. And then I kept reading and then it was there and I was like, oh my gosh. You're like, what in the world? No, I had that same thought because I hadn't read the article yet. And I was like, oh, there's so much news on Taylor Swift coming out today. Yeah. And so I was like, that just shows how rare it is that she talks this candidly about a relationship because I was like, there's no way those are two those uh, you know that's one in the same yeah (laughs) that was kind of funny crazy um and then we get a little bit of rep easter eggs she does mention that the rep vault tracks are going to be amazing Mm -hmm. and then she kind of mentions the kanye stuff a little bit which i think always just kind of goes back to rep right like i feel like she mentions all of that Mm-hmm. because rep's coming yes. and then her the letters on her instagram post um she did certain capital letters and the capital letters spell do like the sound for a snake yeah so the words that she that she capitalized oh, yeah. letters were trust issues so like the R in trust was capitalized and then all of the S's yes. in trust issues. So it was like R, like reputation, and then like, you know, like a snake. Very intentional. That oh, is an Easter egg. I love when people, you know, I've seen some posts recently that are like, just to clarify, this is an actual Taylor Swift Easter egg. So like the <laughs> caption, that's an Easter egg. But like doing all this yes. crazy math and like, you know, yes. all these random things, like yeah. that's not an actual Easter egg. This, this is yeah. an actual like so clear. Easter egg. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. And all then right. Taylor... Taylor went to Emma. So Taylor and Emma Stone are friends and Emma Stone has a movie coming out called poor things. And Taylor went to the premiere, which was so fun. She looked so good. She always looks good. I guess I know. I don't need to say that, but she, she really did. Look does. So I know. Good. 
She also got nominated for a Golden Globe Award for Cinematic and Box Office Achievement. And that was for the Eras Tour movie, which is so cool. So cool. Wow. And she's she's like set to direct or write a a film or a TV series, isn't she? I think she is. I don't know. That'd be cool. Um, because she was seen with um, I am not gonna fact check or look up the exact <laughs> names, but when she went yeah. to the Poor Things film premiere, she was seen with a guy there who is like a big director or film Mm. industry guy and that's supposedly who she's like going to be working with interesting Um, i mean do you think that i mean going back to that time article doesn't she mention something about the like reputation or the vault tracks or something or her life at that i don't know are this was just a whole spew of whatever is coming out of my mouth, you guys. Um, something about like making a film, like she sees it all as a film in her head. Maybe. I can't remember. Anyway. But I mean, so maybe. Can you imagine a TV series or even a movie oh. written and directed by Taylor Swift? It would be it would incredible. Be oh, yeah. It would be incredible. Um, and so another cool thing is that Taylor donated $1 million to help the communities affected by the Tennessee tornadoes. So cool. Which it's a like, obviously super sad tragedy, but I love hearing when, you know, she is donating and yeah, all that. So. Absolutely. All right. And then speaking about the Eras Tour film that came out to rent on December 13th, which is Taylor Swift's birthday. birthday. Yay. So fun. And a fun thing about the Eras Tour movie coming out to rent is there are three bonus songs. So there were five songs cut in the original film and they added three of them back in for when it's available to rent. And a lot of people have been asking, so if you're wondering if it'll ever be on streaming, I know that as part of her deal with AMC when they put the movie in theaters, that it would go out to be able to rent for, I don't know, X amount of time. And I'm sure eventually it will make its way to streaming. But for now, it's just available to rent. So So Taylor also celebrated her 34th birthday Last week on December 13th, which is very exciting. Happy birthday, Taylor. Happy birthday, Taylor. And we also, we celebrated Taylor's birthday kind of as well. True. With a birthday party for Carly. Because Carly Carly also celebrated her birthday last week and we had it on Taylor's birthday. So Taylor Swift themed birthday party on Taylor's birthday. It's like, what more can you ask for? Seriously. Um, so yeah, Taylor had a birthday party and she even made a post about it. I feel like if she ever makes a post about something, it's just, it's always important because she doesn't make a post for everything. Yeah, no, she doesn't. (laughs) Um, so she posted some fun group photos. Some of the people that were there were Abigail, her childhood friend, Blake Lively, a few of the Haim sisters, Zoe Kravitz. 
Jack Antonoff, Gigi Hadid, Gracie Abrams, Sabrina Carpenter. Who am I missing? Is there anyone else? I mean, there's Did you say, other you people said Blake too. Lively, but... right? Yeah. Yeah. I and think. I think some of her dancers from like her crew and yeah. And yeah, it looks. Like I'm like trying to look party. through the photos. I'm like, I feel like you got everybody. Yeah, at least and, like the big time ones. Yeah, and then something that I just absolutely loved was her birthday cake is in the photo. Oh, <laughs> and if you if you zoom in, there's like writing on it, and it says "Birthday Girl of the Year," <laughs> and I just love that. I think it's so cute. Um, and then I know a lot of people were super bummed out that Travis was not at the party, but he did have football practice, like mandatory football practice he had to be at on Wednesday. So I'm sure they're going to celebrate and do something together or that they already did something together. Yes, I'm sure they did too. I mean, even Selena Gomez, she, oh, I think we're Miles and Keely or Kaylee Teller oh, or whatever. Teller. I think they, they were, were at the party, at the party too. too. Yes. Uh-huh. But she went out with Selena Gomez the night before, probably because Selena had some other commitment. And yes. so they've all got lots of stuff going on. And I know we wish we saw Taylor and Travis birthday pics, but. Well, and I think we were talking about this like that day of. Mm-hmm. I just think it's really cool though to see a couple that feels really confident enough to be able to not worry about stuff like that. It's like, yes. you have to be at my birthday party. Like, it seemed like they were both really confident and like, hey, you know what? Like, we're adults. I have work commitment. That is so normal. So, mm-hmm. so normal for so many people. Yes. Like, I wish my husband didn't have to work on my birthday, but he did. You know what I mean? And so like- <laughs> Yes, exactly. It's like fine that he was off at his work stuff. And I think it's really cool that she still didn't let it get her down and was like, well, then I can't do anything or like, fine, I'll go sit in a hotel room and wait for you to be done with practice. Like, no, I'm going to celebrate with yes. my friends and like have a fun birthday for me. And I, yes. I know people were all sad about it, but I was really happy to see the way they handled it. Yes, I agree. And then she was at his game the next yeah. Sunday, which was fun too. So all around, so fun. So good. Okay, well, thank you so much for tuning in this week. It was, it's always so fun to chat about all the current kind of Taylor Swift news. And like Carly said, she's always giving. And so we always have plenty, plenty to talk about. And I'm sure we will have plenty more to talk about the next time we do one of these. So (laughs) I know these are fun to do. It's just nice to catch up on all the things that have happened in like one little episode. Like, okay. Yes. The last couple weeks. This is all the Taylor news you guys need to know about. But don't forget to catch us next week after the holiday. We are still going to be releasing an episode next week. And we're going to do an episode all about misheard lyrics. And it has some really fun misheard lyrics. You guys won't want to miss out on that. We hope you guys enjoy the holiday week because tis the dance season. 